Over a century ago, America banned the sale of liquor. Prohibition was a catastrophic failure and was repealed. Yet British politicians are set to repeat this folly, not with booze, but with cigarettes. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Karl Marx once said that history repeats itself twice, first as a tragedy, second time as a farce. The U.S. banned the sale of intoxicating beverages with a constitutional amendment in 1919. The amendment was repealed in 1933. What was called prohibition was a disaster. It immensely increased the rise in power of organized crime. It bred widespread disrespect for the law. The illicit manufacturing and distribution of liquor mushroomed. Smuggling was a growth business. People flocked to so-called speakeasies, which were illegal bars. Payoffs to police and federal enforcement agents were widespread. Yet here we have Britain on the cusp of repeating this calamitous folly by banning cigarettes. Parliamentary politicians are getting ready to enact what is dubbed as a creeping prohibition. The idea is to raise the legal smoking age by one year every year. That age is now 18. Next year would go to 19, the year after 20, and on and on. These modern-day prohibitionists believe such a gradual approach will reduce resistance. Young people will never get the chance to get hooked. The government also plans attacks against vaping by banning flavors and regulating packaging. Britain's ban on cigarettes will end up going up in smoke. Advocates believe this slow-motion prohibition of cigarettes will reduce cancer by 25%. They say it will save immense amounts of money for Britain's always troubled socialized medical system. These meddling nanny-state politicians and bureaucrats refuse to acknowledge human nature. Bans will breed law-breaking. They won't work. In the U.S., several states and localities have tried backdoor bans by levying heavy cigarette taxes. The result is enormous black markets. In New York City, over half of cigarette sales are illegal. The most effective approach, of course, is education. Nearly two centuries ago, the U.S. was plagued with rampant alcoholism. Spontaneous movements sprang up that attacked this rampant drinking by pointing out the disastrous social and family impacts. The U.S.'s first public health initiative was the temperance movement. It worked. Alcohol consumption dropped sharply. But nanny-minded people and politicians couldn't leave things alone, and the government got involved, culminating in prohibition. Education in recent times has meaningfully reduced cigarette smoking, including among teenagers. It's head-shaking that the Brits think they'll keep young people away from tobacco. American prohibitionists had the same illusion. Older people would still do some drinking, they acknowledge, but younger ones would be forever free of booze. Well, we know how that turned out. Britain should cease this buffoonery. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Ooh.